1: betmgm and game sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices please gamble responsibly betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager washington dc only please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER
2: hey there it's ryan seacrest for safeway now that spring is here it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine
3: jesse kelly show another hour of the jesse kelly show and this hour might end up being spicy somebody wants to talk a little bit about black lives matter again i'm gonna get to a bunch of emails don't forget you can email the show jesse at jesse but let's talk about illegal immigration real quickly look we can talk about illegal immigration or we can talk about freedom you know freedom is not free what chris (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's talk about illegal immigration and illegal immigration is one of those things that it's hard to make everybody care about it because you don't necessarily experience it every day and look if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now in southern california southern arizona new mexico texas this is preaching to the choir This is preaching to the choir you know You experience it. I ran for Congress down in the southern part of Arizona. And, I mean, I've spent time, personal time, with people who have to go with a buddy and go armed to get the mail. Have you ever had to strap on a weapon to go get the mail? That's their daily existence, is that. So... Unless you experience that, and the chances are you don't because the majority of the country isn't on the border, it's hard to make people care enough about illegal immigration. You know it's bad. I mean, you're listening to the sound of my voice. It's bad. I, I know it's bad. I We should stop it. But you don't necessarily care. You don't wake up in the morning with acid in the back of your throat thinking about, oh, my gosh, these frigging illegals. You don't think about that. But you should understand what illegal immigration is. It's you. Drinking a steady diet of nothing but donuts and Oreo milkshakes for three meals a day, every single day. No, it's not going to matter when you do a day one. Maybe a little, maybe a little sugar overdose by the end of the day, but it's not going to matter day one. No, but not going to matter week one, month one. won't be that big of a deal. Year five. When you look in the mirror, maybe go get your blood work done and find out your blood is pure sugar. Year five, you're going to realize, "Uh uh-oh, I pretty much killed myself. What's happening right now at the border has already been bad. The stories I hear from my Border Patrol guys, uh, it's maddening beyond belief. These poor guys... They're not even allowed to do their jobs. They are undermanned. They are under fire. It is it is really, really bad. And now we're inviting more of them in. And more than any other issue out there, the Democrat Party's stance on illegal immigration proves without a doubt they despise the country. And look, maybe you think that's extreme. Let me ask you something. Just pause on all that for a minute. Let me ask you something. Who do you let in your house? Anybody? If uh, ten o'clock tonight, maybe I'm assuming you're in bed, let's make it later. Midnight tonight. You're in bed, got your my pillow pajamas on, sleeping on your my pillow uh, mattress topper. Of course, on your my pillow pillow, and you're sound asleep with nestled in your Giza dream sheets. And there's a knock at the door. Midnight tonight. You go look through the glass beside the door. Maybe you got one of those little peep holes and there's some dude staring at you. Looks dirty. Maybe he's got a teardrop tattoo on the side of his face. He's wearing a dirty wife beater. You look and you see a weapon hanging out of his pants. Are you going to let him in? Oh, you're not? Why? I thought you were compassionate. No, of course you're not going to let him in because you love your home. You love yourself, you love the other people within the home, the husband, the wife, the kids, the cat, the dog, whoever. Because you love your home, you monitor strictly who is allowed inside of your home. That's simply a fact. If you believe the United States of America should be flooded with illegal immigrants and you do everything possible to make sure that happens, you despise the country. You're not compassionate. It doesn't prove your compassion. It proves how much you hate America. This is one of the more jaw-dropping things I have heard coming out of the Biden White House from today.
4: On immigration, our team in Texas is uh, saying that you guys are starting to give smartphones to border crossers, hoping that they'll use the phones to check in or uh, to be tracked. Uh, Which part of that is supposed to deter people from crossing illegally into the states?
5: Well, I think you of all people, since you've asked me a range of questions on this topic over time, would recognize that we need to take steps to ensure that we know where individuals are and we can can check in with them.
3: We're giving these people not only a hall pass to come into America, we're handing them an iPhone on the way through the door. Oh, that wasn't the only thing she had to say today.
4: With the telephonic, though, any concern by folks around here that these migrants will take the phones and just toss them? Do you
5: have a record of people throwing phones away? I'm
4: just asking if that's a concern.
5: Our concern is ensuring that individuals who uh, irregularly migrate to the United States.
3: uh, Irregularly migrate? I'm going to start this over again because that's not even the part I wanted to play, but irregularly migrate? We are such a society now devoid of any truth. We can't even call it illegally immigrate. Irregularly migrate? Irregular. Yeah, th- yeah, they just ate too much cheese.
4: With the telephonic though, any concern by folks around here that these migrants will take the phones and just toss them? And then... Do you
5: have a record of people throwing phones away? I'm just asking
4: if that's a concern.
5: Our concern is ensuring that individuals who uh, irregularly migrate to the United States uh, proceed through uh, our process of, uh, you know, of course, being monitored, but also participating in uh, in uh, in uh, in uh, in hearings uh, to determine whether or not they will be able to stay.
3: What? Their concern is that they have a place to stay. That's the concern. It tells you all you need to know. About the Democratic Party now in this country. And that sucks. And you understand that that's not normal, right? Even for America, the Democratic Party hasn't always been the open borders policy. This is their party. This is really something that, honestly, Ted Kennedy really ushered in decades ago. Where he decided, you know, they're always looking for new voters. He decided, hey, these Americans, they're not signing on for this radical left agenda. I bet some Mexicans will. We'll just we'll just open up the border and flood the border with it. Yeah, it's unbelievable how bad it's gotten. All right, let's get to some emails. We've got some spicy ones out here. Regarding Black Lives Matter wanting to destroy the nuclear family, I think it has happened to a great extent within many black communities already. How else can we explain the black-on-black violence and its spread beyond many of these communities? Listen. Do you know... We've talked about this before, but do you know post-slavery that the black family units were overwhelmingly intact in this country and thriving? This, this went on well into the 50s. Black family units were thriving. It's a big part of why there was this huge migration from the South. They would migrate to places like Michigan for, for auto jobs. They would migrate to places like California. California was viewed as a much more hospitable place for black people than the South was at the time because there was still all that horrible Jim Crow stuff going on in the South. And they didn't move out to California and all the men promptly run out of the home. That did not happen. People point to today and they say things like, well, uh, only 28% of, of black homes have two parents in it. That's a problem. Yes, that's a huge problem. Yes, it's something we can talk about. Do you know what that number was in the 50s? Do you know what it was? 75%. 75%. Husband, wife, man, woman, kids. Guess what? There was none of this crime problem going on at all at the time. None of it. So, look... The explanations are much more complicated than we can unpack here on one show. And it's fine. Look, I'm the guy who has no problem talking about race. I think it's fascinating. I think different races, different cultures, different things like that are completely fascinating. And I don't attack these subjects with this, oh, oh, white people suck. I don't attack it with that, that mentality. I think that's pathetic. I think it's embarrassing how our side does that all the time. We can have these conversations and we can have opinions about it. But you know what angers me? and before, we're going to move on because we have a bunch of other stuff. I want to get to emails. Someone wants to talk about Ukraine and why I haven't been talking about Ukraine and he has thoughts on Ukraine. So I am going to give you a quick Russia Ukraine take, but one more thought on this. I warned this was going to happen in the very beginning, right after St. George Floyd died. I warned on the air. I said, the public has a limited attention span. We got hyper-focused on race in the wake of St. George Floyd's death. And during that time of hyper-focus on race, The only thing that was allowed to be discussed was white people suck and the cops are racist. And I kept warning while all this was going on. Hey, um, you have the public's attention now. The public's attention isn't going to last forever. And if all we talk about is the cops suck, then black people are going to have it worse than they've had it in a long time in this country. By the time the public turns its eyes away, well, the public has turned its eyes away and now they're dying in droves in these big cities. Shame on everyone who took part in it, and I'm glad I didn't. All right. We're going to get to emails. I still have to get to Kenosha. Speaking of Black Lives Matter, more Joe Biden stuff, all that's coming. But first, speaking of Black Lives Matter, let's talk about crime. Let's talk about the fact you don't have to look far to find new street crime happening right now. There's another video out. I'm not going to share it on any of my social media stuff. It's, It's somebody dying, street crime, terrible street crime. In this time, you have to have something that allows you to protect yourself. And, and look, maybe, maybe you're not a gun person. Maybe you are like me, but you, maybe you're not a gun person. Maybe your wife isn't or your daughter isn't or your son isn't. Oh, I don't like guns. Fine, fine. Get a hero gun. It's a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. They explode on contact The pepper cloud it creates, it's the most debilitating thing you've ever seen in your entire life. It'll put somebody down. No concealed carry permit is required. Anyone can use it. Anybody. It's got a little laser sight on it. It's cake. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE and that'll get you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. All right? Go. Protect yourself. State restrictions may apply.
6: You're listening to The Oracle you love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And look, hey, let's, not to worry about it. Oh, Janet Yellen, you know, uh, Janet Yellen, kind of more in the finance world. Janet Yellen is out there with some words of hope. As long as the
7: pandemic is raging in any part of the world, the United States is not safe.
3: These words of inspiration are are really, really awesome. Thank you, Janet. Thank you so much. Uh, I do love speaking of illegal immigration, Texas. You got to love this. Again, the right is getting better at playing some offense. Texas is going to start providing charter buses to Washington, D.C. full of illegal immigrants. (laughs) Look, again, that's a big part of why the communists who run the country have been so willing to flood the country with illegal immigrants they all live in gated communities. They all have armed guards. There aren't illegal immigrants flooding Foggy Bottom. They're all flooding us. They're all surrounding us, Gally. All right, let's get to some questions, all right? Well, not questions, emails. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, all are welcome. Uh, Selena Zito joins me about 10 minutes from now. She's going to talk about America's overdose problem, the problems that she's seeing out there. She wrote a great article about it. Mr. Kelly, say you are at war with a bunch of citizens and a bunch of citizens are fighting you and you end their lives. Are you and your troop going to leave weapons laying around all the dead bodies or are you going to gather them up and destroy them? That is the question. All this unarmed citizen crap in Ukraine is BS. The U.S. and the Ukraine government have been handing firearms out like crazy, and then the Ukrainians are saying war crimes when they get caught using them. Let's go, Brandon, he says. The way I see it, if you are fighting, you are not a citizen, and every man from 18 to 60 is drafted in the U.K., and grandmas are even wanting firearms. People have asked me, not a ton, not a ton, but people have been asking me, why don't I talk much about Russia-Ukraine? Now, obviously, we talked about it in the very beginning, just telling you what's going on. But really, I, I go, gosh, it's, has it been a week, two weeks, Chris, since I've even mentioned it on the show? I just don't talk about it that much. There are a couple different reasons. One, I believe that we as Americans, we have gigantic problems right here that I care more about. I'm not telling you you have to care more about them. But shoot, maybe, maybe you got a Ukrainian mother who's still sitting there. That would be number one on your list, right? I I believe we have bigger fish to fry here at home. That's one. Two, I believe most of the people in America feel the same way. Yeah, they care. They kind of want Russia to leave. They they want the whole thing to end. But no, they they don't feel like that is priority number one to talk about right now. And three, this is a big one. What I, have, what I want for Ukraine is the same thing I have wanted. It's the same thing I've told you about several times. What I want is for it to end so civilians stop dying. Beyond that, I haven't waded into it too much. Why? Because war is terrible. I, I, I know I'm supposed to jump on the newest outrage de jour every single day. I, 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 look, I see the headlines. Ukrainian mayor executed as satellite image show a 45 foot trench at mass grave site. And I, and I know all the accusations from every side: the Russia people, the Ukrainian people. These people are doing this. Have you seen this new video? This is a mass grave. This is. A, and you know what I say? Yeah, I understand there's a lot of propaganda out there. You know what I say? Yeah, that's what war looks like. It's awful. And I say that we as Americans. Should keep in mind that's what war looks like when it's visited on a civilian population. That's what it looks like. You you're looking right now at all these images out there. Oh, there's a Ukrainian mother laying dead in the street, and it's, it's unspeakable, right? Man, what do you think happens when you start setting off bombs and shooting guns in civilian areas? People die. And so, to your point, I get what you're saying. The civilians took up arms, so that civilians are going to get shot. I, I get that, but you wouldn't take up arms if someone invaded. I would hope you would. And the, the, look, I, I just want it to be over. I want kids to stop getting turned into orphans. I want the look. We've got a refugee crisis. Over well, well north of two million Ukrainians are now flooding into places like Poland. This creates all kinds of humanitarian problems beyond belief, which people aren't even talking about. Many of those won't get revealed until later. One, you have to feed and house and provide for these people. Two, you inevitably get scumbags involved in that process who take advantage of these people. If you think, uh, I had a friend, I'm not going to go into details of it, but he said to me, Jesse, if you think the various human trafficking networks in Europe aren't already, quote, recruiting from the refugees, you've got another thing coming. So people are going right out of the frying pan into the fire. Civilians are still dying. There's war crimes everywhere. I want it to be over. And I know that sounds so completely lame, right? Why don't you take a stance? I want it to be over. I want the bombs to stop dropping. I want it to be over. And I don't think it's about to be. And when Slavs start killing each other, as they have several times in the past, it generally gets uglier, not prettier. It's just the way it is that's there those are my ukraine thoughts hey jesse i live in north georgia in a rural town black lives matter did show up here our police informed our small town store owners that black lives matter were coming and if they wanted to save their stores they should arm up so the store owners on main street as they walked through stood outside their doors armed blm just marched on through there were 200 of them ha don't mess with us Since nothing happened, it wasn't newsworthy. Said I can say her name. Her name is Lori. That's not an isolated incident. Same type of thing happened in Idaho. Sheriff got word they were coming into town. Everybody armed up and they put out the word, we're armed. Do yourself a favor and don't come here. And they just kept on driving. There's a reason the Antifa Black Lives Matter animals did all their carnage in places where guns weren't allowed. There's a reason. A good reason. All right. Selena Zito, going to talk about something uncomfortable, but something I think is important the overdose problem. What's going
0: on? Hang on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy.
3: Tell you, I can't deny it. It is the I Jesse Kelly show, baby. and joining me now I'm is my friend Selena Zito. She spends her times she spends her time in the back roads, not flying, not driving highways, talking to Middle America. What are they thinking? What are they angry about? What are they happy about? And she has a great article today at townhall.com titled Up From Rock Bottom, Recovery from a National Overdose Epidemic. Selena, what overdose epidemic?
7: (laughs) The one that nobody talks about Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was uh, already in place uh, before the pandemic hit uh, and just escalated because of the isolation of the pandemic, because of lack of access to treatment um, and mental health services. Uh, uh, but also because we had a surge of the, at the border that began, um, a little more than a, about three months into, um, uh, uh, Biden's, um, president-elect tenure, which is after November, but before he's sworn in, that has not stopped. And, you know, people tend to think, oh, that's too bad for Texas. That's too bad for Arizona. That's too bad for California. Well, the problem at the border isn't at the border. The problem at the border comes to your neighborhood suburbs and exurbs in rural America as well as the big cities. And it, it it with with that problem comes the the trafficking of drugs. You know, the city of Philadelphia. You know, people's attitudes about drug addiction and overdoses has been sort of this stereotype of white uh, working class in Appalachia. However, the biggest increase in overdoses has happened in the city of Philadelphia, which is majority minority and it has been mostly ab- among uh, young black men.
3: Selena over I know this is obviously a detail that frankly is not important for the concept of the story, but I am curious, overdosing on what?
7: Uh, it's either meth or heroin. Right now, it's a combination of both. It's incredibly cheap. Uh, it used to be that meth was made like in a trailer and it smelled like cat litter for four miles around. Well, now it comes from China through Mexico. And it's cheap, it's synthetic, and uh, and it's readily available.
3: Selena, okay, we have this national overdose epidemic when when people bring this up, people don't care about it because they, they, it's it's like I brought it up before. It's like when a gang member shoots another gang member, people shrug it off as well. Had it coming, they the people just shrug it off as being something. Well, it's just some druggie out there, and that's that's not necessarily the case all the time, that, is it?
7: No, it's not. It's the same problem we have with with uh, you know people always want to blame guns whenever there's a mass shooting. Um, And you want to blame not being able to take care of yourself on someone that's that's overdosing or is addicted to drugs. What the problem is, is we don't take care, we don't talk about mental health issues. We don't take care of mental health issues. Um, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we started closing down um, institutions because uh, some of them had problems. And instead of fixing the problems, we're like, oh, Well, we got to close them all down. Well, then what happens? It gives the people the ability to not be treated, and 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 the problem with not just um, with overdosing, but also our gun problem and our violence problem has a lot to do with unchecked mental health issues. People try to self-medicate because there's such a stigma associated with mental health health issues, whether it is in the white community, the Hispanic community, or the black community, there is a huge stigma, and people don't talk about it
3: why don't we talk about it, Selena? It's not like it's unique for us as a country or unique, as you pointed out, to to working class white people or poor urban black people or the Latina. It's not unique to anybody. Substance abuse problems, frankly, are the the history of mankind. Why are we reluctant to talk about it or is that just human nature?
7: It's it's our culture. Our culture does not want to accept that there is a mental health law. You have to be able to take care of yourself. Or you know, it's your fault, or um, or whatever the attitude is, and it's really interesting. It's prevailing against among all socioeconomic um, uh, groups in this country. It doesn't matter whether you live in the suburbs or you live, you know, in in the urban cities. Is it, families do not want, to, and people do not want to address this. They don't want to address it in schools. It's like this puritanian thing that we, we that we just ignore and just hope it goes away, or people fix themselves.
3: Speaking with amazing writers, Selena Zito. Uh, Selena, all right, let's let's switch gears here a little bit. How much of this stuff, uh, the substance abuse, mental health, all this, how much of this stuff is tied into the job market that is obviously hurting, to put it mildly, the job market of these different communities?
7: Well, here's the, here, the biggest problem in the job market um, is, it's, first of all, the government gave away too much money, and people don't want to work, and then they got used to not working. Uh, but the other problem is a lot of, during COVID, a lot of boomers uh left the, the 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 job market because you know they were close to retirement anyways it was like why do i even want to put up with this crap i'm just going to retire but the other problem is is we have such a, a drug epidemic there are so many employers that have told me my part of my biggest problem is getting someone to work is they can't pass like your basic drug test
3: okay <sighs> People don't want to work. I I know this is a psychological question, but you're out there on the ground, and I've found this fascinating because I talk to small business owners, especially restaurant guys, and they all complain to me to a man, I can't get anyone to come to work. I can't get anyone to work. No one wants to work. And I'll I'll talk to people about it, and they'll say things like, well, they've taken themselves out of the workforce.
6: What
3: what does that mean? How do you pay the bills if you're not working? You're
7: living with mommy and daddy. Um, You're living with a bunch of friends. Uh, there's a lot of money the government doled out. You're sitting on that cash if you were, um, you know, didn't have an extravagant lifestyle. Um, and they're just, I mean, it is true. There is not a town that I go to where there aren't, you know, 10, 20, 30 signs and business, business fronts looking for, um, employers. I was in Altoona a couple days ago. Uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania, which is where the, you know, famous horseshoe curve is, right? Like this magnificent railroad, uh, marvel. And every time I go there, I want to eat at Tom's Diner. I couldn't eat at Tom's Diner. He said, um, you know, I can only do, uh, takeout. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm going to come to Tom's Diner because I called them and, and he said, well, I, I can't hire anyone. Nobody wants to work. I can't hire anyone. I haven't been able oh. to open up for people to come inside since the pandemic began in 2020.
3: Oh, man. Selena and Zito. And
7: food is so good.
3: Selena, <laughs> well, what are you having for dinner tonight?
7: Um, I am having spaghetti. Okay. Homemade. <laughs> All right.
3: I have to ask, are you a meatballs or a meat sauce woman?
7: I like both, actually. I put a little bit. I brown a little meat, and a little a little veal, a little. Um, uh, um, what are, are you not a non-meat person? Oh
3: no, my mouth is watering. Keep going, please.
7: Oh, uh, um, I brown a little veal and hot sausage with some onions and peppers, Oof. and then I um, and then I make the meatballs out of a combination of. Uh, Veal, pork, and hot sausage with big chunks of bread and Parmesan cheese. And then I let it cook in the sauce all day. Uh, And my sauce comes from tomatoes that I grew in my garden and canned.
3: uh, Is there garlic bread? Please tell me there's garlic bread.
7: I mean, there's always garlic bread.
3: Uh, I got it. That sounds awesome. Selena, where can they sign up for your newsletter?
7: Please please sign up at selenazito.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O. It's free. It's fun. It's not fattening. And I think you'll enjoy my story. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, buddy.
3: Daggone, that sounds fantastic. Chris, we need some garlic bread. I bet you Selena's such a sweetheart. We should have asked. She would have sent us some spaghetti. We need to get some spaghetti here. It would probably be too expensive to send that. That probably would... Yeah, that wouldn't... Never mind. Never mind. Selena, if you're still listening, don't send the spaghetti. But do do this. $11 a month. Do you have... 11 extra dollars a month. Now, maybe you don't. If you don't, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But do you have 11 bucks a month that you could give to Gold Star widows or catastrophically injured veterans? You know Tunnel to Towers? They have finally broken ground on what they call the Do Good Village. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. What are they doing? They're building a whole community there, 110 homes So families can live together and heal families who have lost someone. First responder families, veteran families, all gold star families who've lost. There's going to be a pool for the kids. There's going to be a way for, for these ladies. They're mostly ladies that come together and figure out how to make a living. They're going to be able to work together. It's, it's that wonderful. 11 bucks a month is what they ask. Go to T the number two T.org today. And sign up to give 11 bucks a month. T2T.org.
2: Jesse Kelly.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. You know what? I'm in a great mood. I feel good. The communists are on their heels right now. They are on their heels. Life is good. The Durham investigation looks like it's churning and burning. You know what? And the phone calls last night were good. I never take phone calls. We took them. They were good, Chris. The one lady scolded me about Ozzy Osbourne. You remember that? I still feel kind of bad. I'm still going to listen to Ozzy Osbourne, but I'm going to feel worse now. 877-377-4373 is the number you're welcome to call in tonight. That's how kind of a mood That's the kind of a mood I'm in. If you missed Selena Zito, if you missed any part of the show, The whole thing's available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You want to write in? You can write in jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. I guess this is just called email. It's not called writing, is it? That's not called writing. Writing doesn't count. We have had some letters, and yes, they're all weird. That is true. All right. We do have some news. Uh, This is just coming down the pike. So once again, I'm going to have to put on my journalist hat. It's Journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse,
1: Jesse, 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 Jesse,
3: Protection against the COVID-19 infection improves after the forced vaccine dose, but it wanes quickly. Oh, Chris, what are you worried about? That was just number four. Number five maybe number six or seven, and they're going to have this thing actually keeping you from getting sick. I can feel it. Look, I'm excited. I'm personally, I'm on my 19th shot. And I just went to see the doctor. He said, my heart is the size of an elephant at this point in time. I've never felt better. I've never felt better. I think it's awesome. What we've done in the future, actually in the future, if anyone in this country gets sick, I think we should pass a trillion dollar bill through through Congress, give it to the pharmaceutical companies, release them from all liability and tell them this thing we're going to eventually force on the public. What we're going to do is we're not even going to take the time to test it. We're just going to No, you're not. You got to hear me out, Chris. You gotta you gotta hear me out the public will be the test subjects you see don't you understand they're the ultimate lab rats we'll make them all take it and then after a couple of years we'll know if it's safe I don't, I don't know what I don't know what the problem is but hey that's uh, the good news is there is a fourth dose available the bad news is it lasts as long as the Jennifer Lopez marriage so it doesn't look like that's 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 going all that well. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three Jesse, I've been a nurse and anesthetist. Chris, what's a nurse anesthetist? It doesn't say anesthesiologist, Chris. If it's a different word than the one I said to you, changing the word doesn't help me with the definition of the word I I have. Well would you look it up, please? It's called an anesthet. How do you spell it? A and well, here I'll do I'll do phonetically for you, civilian types. Alpha, November, Echo, Sierra, Tango, Hotel, Echo, Tango, India, Sierra, Tango. A nurse anesthetist. That's actually a difficult one. Makes me sound like Joe Biden. Now, anyway, been a nurse anesthetist. What, Chris? It's an anesthesiologist. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I knew it. This week, we are being told that the OIG is going to review claims for a jab exemption. I followed one of my religious beliefs that I trust in God and not some jab. I've survived COVID twice and now due to, uh, I believe, the curative properties of HCQ. I'd never miss one day during the pandemic except when told to quarantine. Now, after intubating COVID patients and giving anesthesia to plenty of COVID positive patients, I may be asked to resign. Total BS. Thanks for nothing, the Biden administration. You know what's so wild? Joe Biden has sucked so bad, hey, every part of it has sucked. I mean, what, what part has been good? What part, what part do we love?
2: I mean, this, this guy. $2 trillion tax cut, the last guy. What was his name? Anyway, the last guy. <laughs> I forgot it. He never showed up for the inauguration.
3: Joe Biden has sucked so bad, we've almost just dismissed the fact that as president of the United States, he pointed his finger at half the country and blamed them for the pandemic and tried to have them fired that's crazy that's so unprecedented and it just happened like 15 minutes ago we don't even talk about it anymore gosh that's freaking terrible dr jesse you were right on you were right on with the corruption in our country you talked on your show on tuesday about the absolute disgusting communist left and their corruption you asked what we are going to do about it i asked myself what can i do about it i feel like i can do nothing because those elected on the right do nothing we want I know, run locally, but that doesn't change the higher government. We feel helpless. What did we do? Well, look, you can spend as much time as you want beating yourself up for failures in the past. I mean, look, I've got a long resume of, I don't even like to call them mistakes, of bad things I've done in this life. A long resume of it. If I was to sit and beat myself up for everything I did wrong and everything I screwed up, that would be a pretty miserable existence. Yes, we have to point out the fact that we on the right were grossly asleep at the wheel and we allowed a bunch of child groomers to take over our society, a bunch of communists to take over every single cultural institution. That failure is on us. We had the numbers. They were the outside force. We were so busy not paying attention, we allowed them to take over everything. Yeah, that's on us. We can't sit and beat ourselves up over it. One, they're there. Now we got to get them out. That's one, two. Um, You know, here's the truth. The problems we face as a country are big because it's a big country. It's 330 million people. We're not in Luxembourg here. Chris, did you know Luxembourg was an actual country? It is, I swear. No, you did did not, you big fat liar. You didn't even know about March Madness early in the show. You know, we're not going into that right now. We're a big country. We're not Luxembourg. Because we're a big country, the problems are big and the problems are complicated. And it's going to be hard to overcome them. And an individual can't. You can only do what you can do. That's why I say so much focus locally. You can't win the presidency. You can't. I can't. I definitely can't. You can win the local school board race. If you do that and someone else wins one and someone else wins one and someone else wins one, before long, we just might look around and find ourselves back in control of our country. We can only do what we can do. You can't change the world. Change your town. right. All right, now we still have an hour left. 8773774373. I'm going to take some calls tonight because there were some sweet calls last night. Hey, we got lectured. Before we do that, let's talk about allergy season. Let's talk about the fact that, well, there's a layer of pollen on everyone's vehicle now, and all of our eyes are swollen shut. Well, I take that back. Maybe your eyes, not mine anymore, because I have not one, not two, but three eden pure thunderstorms i started out with one full disclosure and i didn't think it was going to work because it's so small uh, the thing is amazing it doesn't just take the odors out of the air kill the viruses kill the mold it cured my allergies i went out and bought two more they have a three pack for sale for my listeners but you have to go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code jesse three that's jesse in the number three EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3, gets you
2: $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March twenty six, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
3: We all know by now that atrocities were committed by Hamas last October 7th, which kicked off a vicious war as Israel defends herself from terrorists on every side. The toll on the Israeli people is staggering and massive. Hundreds of thousands of Israelis have been forced from their homes. Entire communities are torn apart. Lives devastated by death and destruction. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is right there in the middle of it all every single day. They're distributing critical essentials for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. The need is great, and that's why I'm partnering with IFCJ today. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. To donate from your mobile phone, dial pound 250. When prompted, say the keyword, support IFCJ. That's dial pound 250 from your mobile phone and say keywords support IFCJ when prompted. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Again, that's dial pound 250 and say the keywords support IFCJ. Thank you and God bless.
0: An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on
6: prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too.